This episode of Fight Stories is brought to you by Absolute Nature CBD. Nature perfected, 100% natural CBD oil and CBD oil products for the mind, body, and your dick. Go to AbsoluteNatureCBD.com, type in the promo code Goon Squad, get an exclusive 20% Fight Stories discount. <laughs> This is John Moses. Welcome to another episode of Fight Stories. Oh, Tyler Morrison is up in Toronto just stockpiling great Fight Stories episodes. I mean, the man's excited. This episode, he sits uh, he sits down and talks with comedian Ron Jossel. And uh, he's got another young buck that he met at a show in Windsor that he decided to uh, bring along for the ride. Max Sheldrick is also in studio, sort of, sort of hanging out. Um, but most of the episode is, uh, is Ron Jossel. Ron is a longtime vet. I feel like he was at it for a while when I started 20 years ago. But, you know, at least 25 years, he's been headlining around Canada and the United States. Very funny dude. What I didn't realize about Ron is that uh, a pretty tough dude. But not only like a tough guy, but knows how to fight. Like train jujitsu back in the 90s before uh, it was on everybody's tongue. And they were jiu-jitsu schools, Brazilian jiu-jitsu schools were popping up beside every dry cleaner in a strip mall. He was actually trained by the Gracies. So uh, I'm thankful I didn't run into Ron back when I was drinking and I had a chip on my shoulder. Because I remember seeing Ron and him seeing me and him kind of giving me the look like, who the fuck is this guy looking at? Because I know I had that look on my face. And I, I'm just glad I didn't say, what the fuck are you looking at? Because he would have mopped the floor with me. Other things. This week, we are a part of the New York Comedy Festival at Showtime. This week, we are a part of the New York Comedy Festival, Sunday, November 10th at 7 p.m. at Old Man Hustle in Brooklyn, New York. I want to thank my buddy Ed Farrell for allowing us the opportunity to be a part of it. Um, New York Comedy Festival wanted to include Old Man Hustle in the festival, and Ed wanted to include us, so thank you, Ed. Uh, of course, we jumped at the bit. And um, Sergio Chacon, my good buddy Sergio, is also going to be on the episode. Real funny dude. Has been, you know, boxing and hanging out for the last five years. Sergio's a real funny guy. And we're going to uh, we're gonna open it up to any fight stories, people that show up that want to do a fight story. So... Um, and who knows who else is going to pop in tickets are so cheap. It's ridiculous. It's only five bucks. Hit us up. Listen, if you can't afford the five bucks, throw us like four fifty or something. All right. Here is the episode. Ron Jossel. Round one. Fight. Hey guys, this is Tyler. You're listening to another episode of fight stories. We have a very fun episode lined up today. Very excited. Uh, Longtime good friend and hilarious stand-up comedian Ron Jossel is with us. How you doing, Ron? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for having very, me, man. Oh, yeah. No, very good, man. I'm so happy that you're here. And uh, we also have uh, a wild card here. This kid, uh, Max Sheldrick, out of Windsor, Ontario. Yeah, buddy. Comedian. Uh, he just did a show with me on uh, Friday night and absolutely smoked the place. And I'm like, this guy's awesome. Oh, and nice. I knew that this guy's been in a couple scrapes. So I'm like, yeah, hey, drop by. Let's... Uh- <laughs> Let's yeah. hear. Let's hear what you got going on. So no, this is this is great. Uh, our co-host, my co-host, uh, John Moses, is in New Jersey right now. So we're just in uh, Toronto getting a couple uh, satellite episodes. So yeah, thanks so much for uh, for coming down and doing this. Basically, if you if you haven't heard it, we just uh, we hang out and just uh, shoot the shit, tell funny stories about fights that we've been in, fights we've seen. So, you know, sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're real, but uh, it's always interesting. So <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, yeah, when, when was the last scrap you got into? Last scrap I got into i was there no <laughs> it was a long time ago actually I, I i've been a good boy i had to retire because uh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you, about two weeks after if you're still feeling the effects oh, yeah. it's like oh yeah. you know you're walking with a limp um probably like 2007 maybe like yeah, yeah in toronto at lee's palace i got into a, it was two fights within 
10, 15 minutes of each other, two different guys. Right, right. And uh, it went pretty good, but it was also, you know, you st- even even when you win, you feel it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or or you don't because it's so fast, and then you're like, what the hell? Yeah, I spent afterwards. I spent afterwards, like, yeah. like, you know, a couple uh, – you know, a couple of weeks, like I, like I rolled my ankle in the one fight, and like I won the fight, but I'm like, did I really win the fight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I remember having a fight in my um, I went to Seneca College. Yeah, and uh, I remember uh, this is like 19. Well, I started jujitsu back in 92, and uh, so I was there maybe till maybe 1990, maybe around three years, and then my I went to my friends. Uh, my friend was like, hey, um. I'm like, he was a black belt in karate. It's called Northern Karate. That's okay. Like Leslie and Seven. Okay. And he's like, um, yeah, we have some black belts that heard that. I just told them that you trained with the Gracies for nice. three, four years. <laughs> they wanted to see uh, uh, how it was. They just wanted to do a spar. And so my brother and I went there, and they just, the first guy was this guy, Winton. And he's like a Japanese, or I think it's Japanese or Korean. No, he's Japanese dude because he was he was a karate guy. So yeah. he goes, "Yeah, let's spar," and he kicks me in the face. That's how he starts the. That's, <laughs> and, that's sparring and opening I, move. Kicks me right <laughs> in the face. I fall to my knees, Shit. and he's. I see him soccer like right about the soccer kick my head, and so I grabbed the other leg, got him down. And I mounted him, and he turned around, and then I literally just uh, choked him out. <laughs> and I was still like, "This, out is, of this it. is a sparring match." Yeah. yeah. And then the and then my brother was doing the same thing to some other guys, and at the end they were very nice. Like they're like, "Hey man, that was great." And uh, the next day I went to Seneca <laughs> College, and this black dude was like, "I always saw him. He was a big dude, right?" Yeah. And and, I th- and we became friends after, but he was like, "Hey man." um, were you that guy that fought this Winton yesterday? I go, yeah. And he's like, well, that's my master. <laughs> and, I'm like, oh. and then he goes, well, let's finish. I, I, he, he actually goes, he wanted to avenge him. Oh, my God. We were, we, we, <laughs> These guys have been watching karate we, movies. We were doing much. a test. We were doing an actual written test. Yeah. And he kicks me in the head, too. Oh my! Oh, I fall to the ground. This is during an exam. This is insane. And the teacher was such a crazy artsy because it was an art exam. Because it it's a, in the classroom. It's in the classroom. Wow. She uh, she actually takes the, the drapes and covers the door window. Whoa! And goes, Let's watch this. <laughs> Shit. And so I was in my guard. It's a cool teacher. I'm not. Yeah, gonna. she was like hot too. Like you could tell she was like getting horny off this shit. Yeah. Like and then so I was in this guy's guard and he was like this. You're not gonna. You're not gonna squeeze me. Uh, you're not gonna hurt me with those the scissors. Like he thought I was doing, like you know, like you ever see the old cartoons where the wrestler scissors Bugs Bunny, yeah, yeah, with his legs. He thought yeah. I was doing that, but it was the guard. Yeah, he was like, "What are you doing with the scissors?" And then he started elbowing my face and punch, and I'm blood, like oh. blood's all over the place. Holy shit! And I sneak my hands and and do a gi choke. Well, it's like he was wearing a leather jacket, a brown leather jacket, and I choked him out, and he flopped on me, and my nose was just running blood, and then I flipped him over. And everybody's like, who won? And he goes, everybody thought the other guy won. Yeah. But he was out cold, but I was the one that looked like a mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he got up after because, you know, it just takes five, six seconds to get up. Yeah. And he was like, all right, cool, man, thanks. And he and <laughs> he and, knew that he lost. Yeah, but he didn't say anything. He just yeah. left. Right? <laughs> and everybody thought I lost. Oh, fuck. That's a- <laughs> and I was like, this is the worst. Like, that's the sad part about jujitsu. That's the disadvantage of the style, right? Yeah. You don't get the glory. You may win and you'll be safe, but, yeah. you know, physically, it, like, when you, you look at it. didn't look as badass, did it? No. No. But it was. It, it, if that was a street, I would have won and yeah. saved my life. But in front of the group of children. Yeah, yeah. Just like, and I literally had to wipe my face and do a show. In the Cine Center. Oh, shit. Within like an hour. And, and I was You're doing stand up at the time. It was my third year. Yeah. Uh, so, this if I started Jiu Jitsu in 92, and I started comedy in 1997, so it was 97. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I was actually booked to do Seneca College even after that day. So, I was, they're like, this guy's messed up on stage trying to make people laugh. So, that guy goes back to Cobra Kai and has to tell the sensei <laughs> that he, you know, he also lost and, yeah, and now yeah. he feels shame. So, and that was the end of these guys. 
Like, uh, I, you know, they, they used to be bouncers at clubs like Phoenix nice cl- yeah. nightclub and everything. And I would see them and they let me in. They're, they're yeah. actually like so cool after. Like the thing about those guys or any kind of guys that train, mm-hmm. if you beat them, they're like, okay. You, they respect you, yeah. you even more. I'm not yeah. mad at that. Like, cause they, they do really want to figure out if their shit works. Yeah. And if it's a street fight when people don't have anything, it's just about ego. It's not about the technique and mm-hmm. really learning shit. Mm-hmm. They would try to fight again. Yeah. Or kill you. you yeah, know, yeah. They just, it's about the ego bruising that hurts. But that's weird that they would do it on the street then. That's all. Or like in the classroom, the way that, that, um, that he came at you. I think that's kind of strange. If he, well, yeah. if he I, wasn't an ego guy, like you couldn't just wait. You know? I guess he was an ego guy. But, yeah. but I mean, at, at some level, he wanted to probably tell his teacher to beat up the guy that beat you up. Or yeah, and to, his teacher is probably pretty hot. Maybe he's trying to impress her, right? Maybe. Yeah. Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, I mean, after that, I probably had two or three fights. Maybe 10 years ago was probably the last one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and your body does feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, even right now, my body feels it. If I just don't sleep long enough, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's, it's a totally different thing. I don't know how, you know, uh, these guys are fighting at forty-eight and fifty. Oh yeah, they got to be absolute. So, I mean, or James so- Tony, like, how the fuck are you winning a championship belt at fifty? Yeah, that's a, that's wild. You know, and uh, this is one guy called Alistair Overeem who's been fighting. Overeem, yeah, he's huge, dude. He's been fighting for twenty years. And they asked him, what is the secret for lasting long and being able to? He goes, you have to sleep oh, yeah. 12 hours a day for your body to recuperate. recuperate yeah. And you have to get massages. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Bodybuilders do it a lot. They, they break down their fibers because they always, they always uh, uh, you know, bunk. What was it called when they get knots? Oh, like, yeah. uh, I'm not sure. But you get knots whenever you yeah. get bruised or where you work out because you're tearing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then they ha- you have to break up the fibers so it actually feels like um your muscles don't have the soreness yeah when you reactivate the dead uh, cells too probably if- <laughs> yeah and your body is it, when it's younger just regenerates fast mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. it doesn't do the same like i could tell for me it doesn't it takes a longer time yeah yeah so yeah. The, i mean th- that's i mean over him yeah he has been fighting for a long time and he's still, still dangerous fucking dangerous. huge yeah yeah he's still he's still kicking is ass he heavyweight or what is- he's like a he's like he's a heavyweight he, that, he, used, he used to be skinny yeah yeah he's definitely a heavyweight that's that's the highest that you can get yeah yeah they they, they used to th- they thought about doing super but yeah. anything after 300 cuz of Brock Lesnar, he was 300. Yeah. So they were like, but nobody is 300. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, no. they can't really do that. Yeah. So he's definitely heavyweight because he's, yeah, he's a, he's a monster. But that's, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. The older you get, the, you know, you definitely have to be paying attention to that conditioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you think about Foreman too. Like he came back at 38, 10 years after Muhammad Ali beat him. Mm-hmm. And so he's like saying shit like, they're like, um, how the fighters compare? Because he lived two generations. Yeah, and how the fighters now compare to how back then? He's like, well, you can't, you can't even compare how it was back then. And I was like, why? He's like, well, at my prime, I was knocked out by a guy Muhammad Ali, who was at his, who was past his prime, mm-hmm. and nobody since my return has never knocked me out. Yeah. Wow. Like how, how hardcore were those guys? Yeah, yeah exactly. You, know, you think of a guy that was past his prime, like Muhammad Ali, was knocking out the strongest person in boxing history, mm-hmm. and nobody could do it in his later ages until forty, even past forty. Nobody yeah, knocked him out. And he he was such a like a hard puncher, though that like even without the conditioning, he you know would be. Uh, oh yeah, you can't lose. It's okay. We get <laughs> <laughs> the dogs go a little wild here at oh, the. <laughs> Does it take him a, a minute to sell down? Okay, cool. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, I guess fighting back then was a different thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the hardcore, <laughs> you think about guys that that boxed in the 1800s and before that, they oh, would lose yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah. They, they were, were hardcore. They yeah. then go work at the docks right after that, like Cinderella. A hundred rounds. Well, they they considered knockdown a round. Yeah. yeah. But they would still be knocked out a hundred times. 
That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you, you don't have. You don't. People do not. I think we've gotten weaker as a species. Oh yeah. And you know they put in so many things to sanction it and protect it. You know, protect the fighters' health. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, that's good. But it's also but yeah, it, it definitely makes it a different uh, era. It's hard to compare eras. Yeah. yeah. Unless, I guess I mean Foreman could do that because he he fought in both though. So yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and I mean he he could hit hard. He was knocking guys out. You know, just uh, the wars they had, and then did you see that podcast uh, where Teddy, Teddy Teddy Atlas was talking on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about Mike Tyson? Yes, I did. That see That was amazing. How he says he really wasn't a great fighter; he was just better than everybody. Yeah, because he's in his view on it, isn't that uh, it's not that Tyson couldn't? Or Tyson just never got tested that way, or, or he he never he, he, he never rose up from the went, test. from the test. So he did get tested, yeah, but it was never like he never like uh, in, in that. Uh, moment where he was facing the adversity, yeah. he felt that Tyson would would uh, crumble in those position, situations. Whereas he, you know, talent wise, he'd oh, for sure he'd kill everyone. Oh yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then when he got you know his chin started getting tested by guys guys who could who could weather the storm. Yeah. You know? um, and, and and when people like like Hollyfield were just. Not fear, fear. They're fearless. Yeah, Holyfield was 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 nasty, and he he did he he was fighting. You know, he fought some street shit against yeah. Tyson. Like he brought he he brought to Tyson with the Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, you gonna you gonna you gonna give me elbows? I'm gonna give you headbutts. That's right. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of a. I think it would have been for Tyson. Tyson. That's after jail when he fought Holyfield. Yeah. Uh, did he fight yeah. him once before and once after? Yeah, no, no, he he fought him twice. Yeah, he fought the him first, twice. The first time. Uh, the second time was the, the the ear one. Okay, yeah. And I think the the first one, uh, he lost. Uh, I can't remember how he lost, but he did lose the first one because I know the second one was the rematch, mm-hmm. the ear biting. Yeah, so I'm trying to think just like timeline wise, but was it? Um, it was after jail, and it was after Douglas too. Uh, yeah, because Douglas yeah. was like pre-jail. Yeah, okay, Douglas was and pre-jail. It was his first loss. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying yeah. to remember. So, so Tyson, yeah, so he'd already been been humbled there. But I mean, it's so hard. It's also, I think, it's hard to um, to criticize Tyson after um, like. After things got so big, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he didn't have Cuss, he didn't mm-hmm. have like his, his mentor anymore. Right, right. And then there's just so yeah. much going on around him. Has there ever been another boxer with that much circus around them? I mean, no, not Muhammad even Ali. Maybe Ali, at, like at, at some point. I mean, but, yeah, know, not with the outside fighting. Yeah, yeah. But the noise he made just by the, the, who he was. Yeah, yeah like he, Ali definitely had that like uh, superstar pedigree and yeah. and, and yeah. the attention. But like, I mean. The Tyson yeah. chaos that was it going was, on. It was drama. Like since yeah, then, since then, no, no, no. the eighties were were pretty. <laughs> that had been that was a pretty cool time. I think if you it look at amazing. like what was going on, you had Tyson coming up the ranks, and every fight was like all eyes on this. Oh, yeah, it, it was like you have to watch this guy. And then in in the NHL, you had Bob Probert doing the same thing <laughs> in hockey, where like you know it becomes yeah. like this. Like every game is like a title fight for this yeah. hockey fighter. Like yeah. so, like. People, I think they truly enjoyed violence a little bit more back then, or or they suppress it now. People don't want to uh, admit yeah. how no, much no one we wants enjoy to admit it. it, but everyone still loves it's it. That's so, why World Star is so fucking yeah. huge right now. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it, we lived, but we we're fortunate enough that we got to watch this type of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, as it was like you know in its heyday Guess when it was more accepted, ones. like overall. Yeah, like I used to have first choice Super Channel, and that was how you rented. Yeah, any kind of uh, boxing event. <laughs> so I remember watch. I always remember watching. Uh, you know, Hagler versus Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then when Tyson started coming out, my dad actually introduced me to Tyson by, by like through watching videos. Yeah, back when I was probably eighty four, eighty five. Okay. He's like, look at this guy. He's so he was shorter than everybody, which he was. He was yeah. eleven. But first round knockouts. As his first ten or eleven fights were first round knockouts. My dad had, had him on videotape, mm-hmm. and then finally we saw him go for the Trevor Burbick fight. Oh and wow! He, yeah. he won that, and we're like, okay, my dad was is a hardcore boxing fan, right? Yeah. So he would fight all the time. Your dad would? Yeah, my dad was an orderly at Toronto General uh, okay. Toronto General West uh, General Western Hospital. Yeah. And he would come back 
bruised up, bloody. He's just always banging. <laughs> he was, you know, some crazy guys. You know, yeah. come in yeah. and they have to restrain them, and they they would fight. Yeah. And my dad was like the guy that people would call if there was a fight in their parties. Oh shit! And there's like us. My dad was telling me when I was a baby, one of his friends. Like they always had poker. Like all these Filipinos just came off the boat, so they needed money. So they, my dad's house was a place, his yeah. apartment where people gamble. <laughs> like every weekend, he says every weekend there was a fight and I had to throw them out with my your uncles. Yeah. And there was one guy that took out a knife. This is back. This is like <laughs> 1970. Yeah. And it was in like Parkdale. <laughs> or, you know, and he said, this one guy lost maybe 300, 400 bucks. And he goes, give me all the money back. I'll kill everybody in here. Oh, shit. And so my, my dad's a black belt in karate. Yeah. So he takes, uh, he takes the, uh, towels from the, from the kitchen and wraps his hands. Yeah. And he's, and he starts punching and he, and he gets stabbed. Like he oh, gets shit. sliced. But, but, but because the, the had towels, the towels there, the slice wasn't full. Yeah. But he still got cut. Yeah. But he had to like knock him out. Oh shit. Yeah. And then I go, did you call the police? I was like, no. Dips, <laughs> dips his hands in broken glass. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Licks the glass. <laughs> starts kicking a metal beam. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. That's, yeah, that's intense. There's a different, different time. Like oh, there's yeah. some crazy shit. People were way more, um, qu- quick to just take someone outside and fight too back then. Like so now, fast. like so fast. No, th- th- you know, I always, this is my theory. I think that there's more mass shootings and and school shootings sh- yeah. and stuff because people bottle up all that like frustration. Emotion, yeah. They never get it out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Instead of they just bottle it all up and then eventually they freak out. Yeah. You used to be able to just you know call out a bully, say let's you know let's fight. You get it over with. Yeah. But now you can't just get it over with. Everyone's been like conditioned to be afraid. Yeah. Of uh, of that, and I think it's uh, there. There isn't that outlet. Yeah. Where you just you know someone's being a dick, you'd be like, well, let's fucking go and yeah. you know, get it over with. Well, it's also one thing too. If you when you I remember when I started boxing. This is maybe fifteen years ago, and I started boxing for three four years, right? Mm-hmm. Around my second year in boxing, I started getting a lot of fights. This is, I would say, 15 years ago. I started, like Not a lot, but like every month I'd have a story of like I almost fought somebody or I, um, we did have one fight. And my trainer was like, I was waiting for that. I go, why? He's like, as soon as someone learns how to box or even martial arts, mm-hmm. the, the way you carry yourself is a little different. Oh, yeah. Because so it- you know you can protect yourself. So if you're walking down you're walking down a street and you see a person that's intimidating, if you have no experience or never trained or you're not a natural fighter – Mm-hmm. You put your head down, you kind of avoid them because because you're fearful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once you learn how to defend yourself and you, you build up your testosterone level too, yeah, yeah. it actually looks around and goes, who my, who can I test my skills on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when someone gives you the look, you look back and ever they look away or you look away. Yeah. And when it doesn't happen, then now it's this two animals fighting it, for territory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but it's because of the testosterone level and because you also are not fearful and you also want to test yourself. Yeah, there's a little bit of like, mm-hmm. yeah, that in your head too where you, yeah, you want to try, you know, because yeah. I learned some shit today. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember I, I had this fight with this guy and uh, what, what happened was uh, he was in some bar and then he was like, he was like making fun of people and he was, you could tell he was on something. He looked at, and I was wearing uh, just a track jacket that had Brazil on it and just wanted yeah. to buy it. He goes, Oh, you're Brazilian? I go, No, I'm Filipino. I was like, Oh, well, maybe that's a different race or culture. I'm like, I can't wear a, a Nike jacket. Yeah. And after he was like, You're an idiot. And he smacks my face on the ass. Like, oh, yeah, that's and, not cool. And I was like, What are you doing? And I slapped him so hard. <laughs> I grabbed him by the head and I started kneeing him in the head. <laughs> and then after the, they threw us outside, and then he was trying to choked me against a wall. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like there was a corner of wall and he was like putting his arm, his form against my neck. And I was like, hey, this is the first day of jujitsu where Hoist told me, Hoist taught the class how to defend that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you just put your, 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 uh, the blade of your, your, uh, fist or your palm on his neck and you extend your head because their yeah. hand is bent. Their arm is bent, so it's, it's a shorter distance. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can reach them now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he was choking himself. <clears throat> and after I just, I pushed his arm and I side choked him in the air. Because he was pushing on you? <laughs> yeah. He was tech- He was just choking himself. He was leaning yeah. into it. And then right? eventually, yeah. I, when I pushed this away, then when I pushed his elbow away from my neck, I, I side choked him. Yeah. And then he just fell to the ground. <laughs> and I told my boxing coach, he's like, 
Yeah, yeah, I was waiting. Because when you do that, your body wants to. Mm-hmm. You actually turn into an animal. Yeah, you're tur- yeah, because we're we're usually just rejecting our primal instinct, oh, yeah. right? And oh, yeah. Every day, right? But yeah, when you're when you're training, you're like you've 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 woken that up. Right, so- right. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're animals that are trying to be human. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're trying to be civilized, but it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no. The, the, why are people watching fights and not and not stopping it in the, in every New York subway? That's right. I don't see anybody on on, on YouTube jumping in. No, no, they're filming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to see it until only the cops jump in because you know that's their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rare to see somebody going. Yeah, stop this. Yeah, yeah. It's, stop this it's usually a woman. Five minutes later, when everyone's knocked out. Stop All it. right, guys, break it up. It's always a guy's girlfriend. You're gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> This episode of Fight Stories has been brought to you by the good people over at AbsoluteNatureCBD.com, bringing you the very best in all-natural, 100% organic CBD oil and CBD oil products. There are no preservatives, additives, colorings, synthetics, or chemicals, no Botox, none of that stuff. If you use the Fight Stories promo code GOONSQUAD, you save 20%. You save a little bit of money, and you're giving us a bit of a kickback. That's great. Everybody wins. If you're already a CBD oil user, why not give them a shot? Hey, if you're, the stuff you're using now is better, you go back. But I bet you it's not. <laughs> was, your, was your dad, if he had a fight in the street, would he, would he be like, all right, come on, get him? Or would he be like, stop it, guys? He'd be, if he saw me fight, I think he'd, like, he'd just stand back and chill. Like, he'd let it go. Like yeah. when I played hockey, he was always my coach, yeah, and if, yeah. I was a goalie. Right. And so, like, if someone like would lay, you know lay the lumber on you, like give yeah. you a slash or whatever after you covered the puck, yeah. like he, he, I'd look at him and he'd just go, <laughs> and then I just go to work, you know, right, like right, just right. start throwing blockers. Right. <laughs> so like he he was always always uh, pretty good with me fighting. I remember the first uh, fight I got in, in in school, like real fight. Um, probably I was like ten years old, and I like I gave a guy you know black eye like I busted this kid up pretty yeah. bad got suspended and i was like oh fuck i was so scared because my dad you know he yeah. pretty pretty gruff with me and uh, i come home and i and i tell him i got suspended and uh he's like he goes he goes here he goes he gives me an acdc cassette tape he goes <laughs> go listen to this in your room i'll talk to you i'll deal with your mother on this right, right. but he goes did you win i'm like i'm like yeah he's like fucking right like he, he was happy about that, <laughs> yeah, of know? course dads would be yeah you know, yeah inside they'd be like at least you won but, yeah. he, but he asked me he goes did you start it and i said i, I didn't start it and he's right. like he's like but did you win i'm like yeah he goes fucking awesome yeah. you know so he was yeah. he was always cool with that like he, he didn't want me going out and starting shit i yeah, mean i'd be that too you know? as a dad like if i had a yeah. kid my, my brother's like that like my i have a nephew who just turned nine when he was seven he my brother picked him up from school and, and he and he was quiet he's like well, logan why are you quiet and he's like i can't tell you he's like why because so you'll be dead he's like what who told you i'd be dead because i can't tell you because logan you, you're gonna be dead if you don't fucking tell me <laughs> yeah yeah it's like wait it's like these two kids uh at least once a week bring them to the back of the school where there's no security yeah. and stuff uh, uh rocks down his throat holy shit and they, they try to kill him Oh, that's fucked like, up. The, the, this kid eventually was found out that the the teacher, the, the, the doctors found out he was schizophrenic, multiple personality. Mm-hmm. He he was not right in the head. So, yeah. and then after he was like, "What?" He's like, "And my brother has taught his son. My dad, my brother was a fighter, a street fighter a lot, but he also took a jujitsu, uh, boxing, Wing Chun. Yeah. So uh, he know uh, a, a bit of Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. So my nephew has been trained since he was walking. Yeah, and if you hold your hand up and he punches it fully with it with it, actually good, like hip rotation and mm-hmm. and snap, it hurts. Yeah, and he's and when he was seven, he he can hurt you. Oh shit! But he he was such a nice kid, and yeah. so my brother was like, "I taught you everything. Why don't you do anything?" He was like, "I don't want to hurt anybody." Yeah, and he goes, mm-hmm. and his wife goes, "Well, you should have called the no." There's a time. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. He, and my brother says, "No." He told his wife, "Look, my our son." It's, he'll be killed by the time anybody sees this because these kids are doing it at the back of the school. Mm-hmm. Because next time you do that, I don't care if the teachers get kick you out of the school, if you hurt these kids to the point where they go to the hospital, mm-hmm. you kick and punch them in the vital areas, the throat, the nose, the dick. Yeah. And he goes, okay, daddy, I will. He gets a call two weeks later. It's like your son's in the, uh, in the t- detention right now. It's like why he was causing trouble. He goes there. It's like, what happened? It's like he he punched this kid so hard the nose it broke. Oh, the kid's yeah. eyes are are puffed up like they're sealed. 
Yeah. And the other guy is in the hospital because he kicked him in the nuts so hard, like he, he couldn't breathe. Oh, yeah. And then nice. they're going to expel him. It's like, why would it happen? And the, he, Logan goes, well, they brought me to the back again and held my arms and tried to put rocks in my mouth. And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you if you don't, if you won't stop this. And he kicked him so hard in the balls. This guy dropped. Yeah. And these guys are seven. You're not, yeah. They're yeah. not going to generate power. No, that's right. Unless their dad taught them since he was, they were yeah, four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and, and these kids went to the hospital, right? Mm hmm. And they're going to expel him, and the, I, the custodian happened to videotape it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he didn't even stop it. He's, he wanted to put it on YouTube. What a fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, but then he saw it, and like, yeah. oh, sorry. And my brother just lost it. He goes, you guys are a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. You know, but I was so happy. That he defended himself. Yeah, and it's- he didn't have any... His hands are as hard as rock. Yeah. You know, I'm like, good. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Defending against a bully used to be a coming of age thing. Mm, it was right. the, you know, where you, oh, yeah. you prove yourself and you prove something to yourself yeah. and other people that, you know, and you get a lot of space after that. And I mean, it's, but I mean, yeah. it's Yeah. How did Marty McFly's dad get his wife? He, he had to punch. <laughs> he had to scrap Biff. Biff. <laughs> you know, that, that would not end well if he didn't punch Biff in the face. That's right. You know? yeah. And so I'm pro- Look, authorities never get there on time. No. They, they can't. It's impossible no. for them. You call 911, you're yeah. dead. Yeah. By the time they get there, you're dead. You have to defend yourself at the point, whether you have mace or mm-hmm. you have a fucking gun or you know how to fight. Do it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. There's no other way around it. Oh, yeah. No. My Yeah. My dad was always, was always you know, good with me, you know, scrapping. My brother and I would always fight each other. So, I mean, he got pissed yep. off about that, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was always open. Good for school uh, fights are fun. I like the yeah. after school, school fights. Oh yeah. The appointment fight. Yeah. You meet me by the Oak tree, yeah. by the bike rack. I remember being so nervous for that. I was like, it's <clears> Joe's <throat> guy, Joe Girachi. No, no, it's a uh, Joe Tavares. He's like, Oh, do you want to fight me? I'm going to fight you after school. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Oh my God, he's so big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the whole time I can't even work. I'm, I can't even write in class. I'm like, I'm so fucking scared right now. I feel like that would be the worst feeling. Cause <laughs> yeah. I never got in any appointment. Was, he in, the same, was he in the same grade, class? but he was like, like I was like the shot put champion before I went to like high school. Yeah. And when I went to high school, I saw big ass fucking men. Oh yeah. That were grade nine. that had full beards, Greek, Italian, like yeah. guys that are just like that. They would be strong men. Superhumans. Just, Superhumans. Yeah. You know, they're just big legs. I, you, and then I was, I don't know, some of them happened where I was, me and him got in a, an argument. Then he goes, let's fight after school. Oh shit. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and then after that, we went, we met after school and I was like, yeah, we don't have to do this, man. <laughs> He's like, all right. Like he, and after he told me, we became friends. I was like, yeah, I was kind of scared too. Yeah. But I was going to do it. I'm like, I know you're going to do it, but I was more scared because you're bigger than me. Yeah. Like I kind of knew, I didn't have any fighting background in grade mm-hmm. nine, you know, so. In grade nine, there's such a, there can be a big mismatch because some guys have oh, hit yeah. puberty, other guys haven't. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, it's just a, yeah, it's a weird age, right? Like yeah. where everyone's changing and stuff. But I mean, I've, I found that like, um, I never got in any of those like meet me after school type fights because oh. I would just fucking go at the oh, yeah. right away, yeah. get it out of the way while yeah. you're adrenalized from like the initial yeah. confrontation. Let it happen naturally. Yeah. And you know what? I was always smaller, so like I just you know catch someone by surprise. Yeah. I'm not going to take any you know. Did it, uh, the first push is the first punch to me. Plus, you oh, use yeah. your anger as the yeah, the fuel. Fuel yeah and then you start throwing because when we got that argument. I was angry maybe for maybe 30 minutes after. And I'm like, yeah. now I was like, and then I started thinking about it. And then, yeah, then you get in your own head. You don't do it, what you naturally know. Yeah. Right? I'm like, fuck. So, I'm so scared. Especially like when you're younger too. Because you could, the first few, I mean, it, it probably takes 10, maybe more fights to like figure out how to like actually know what you're doing in a fight yeah. as opposed to running purely on adrenaline. Right. Like each fight you get a little bit more comfortable. But back yeah. then everyone's oh, yeah. fighting like that. So if you know, if you have yeah. more adrenaline and more anger, you mm-hmm. can beat that guy. You know, whereas opposed to if you run into a guy that's been in a hundred fights and you've oh, only yeah. been in a few, that guy's gonna probably handle you on the oh, yeah. on the street. But I, I remember when I was I would have been in grade seven, from grade seven to grade eight, I think I had about twenty fights. Yeah. And it was just guys coming after me all the time. Because I was just mm-hmm. small enough that like 
the guys a year younger than me wanted to fight me to yeah. like impress the older guys, but like I started winning, yeah. and so it was like yeah. it got really like <laughs> stressful though because you knew someone was coming at you, but I never yeah. had any appointment fight. I just go right at them. Right, those away. are the, yeah. those are the fast ones. Like I remember uh, mm-hmm. RPM. Well, it was, it's called government now. I don't know if government's still. I remember the RPM club and government. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So after the we got into an argument with some other guys in the club, and then after that, um, is that we, beside the warehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend had this brand new RX-7, uh, Nissan RX-7, or I think it's Nissan, or whatever. And he was driving. These guys threw a beer bottle and broke it. Yeah. And he was like, hey, let's do this. Like, he called all. So it was five of us. And yeah. we, all had, we, all, we all chased these guys in our cars. And then we ended up in this parking lot where they had 15. Yeah. And we all jumped up and we were like, holy shit, there's 15 of them and there's five of us. <laughs> right? And and then we, it was kind of like the Warriors where like, we saw a couple of friends like hanging out. We're like, hey, Mickey, Andrew, can you help us? Yeah. Like, okay. So we had like, we started getting, now we have seven. No, we get seven. And then, oh, then no. a couple other guys, we had maybe nine, ten. Yeah. There's, there were 15. Their leader was called Scarface because he had a real scar in his face. Right? <laughs> and, then, and then we're all fighting. And like two against one. Yeah. Luckily, we're like big, we're like really big Filipinos. Yeah. So all these other Filipinos were smaller. Mm-hmm. So we were like fighting them. And then uh, my, one of my friends was a uh, black belt in Taekwondo and he, he he did the Olympics too. Yeah. So he, his name was Mike and he had two dragons that was tattooed on his chest. He took off his shirt. He was wearing dress pants and like really nice, uh, 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 what do you call it, sandals. Yeah. And the guy looks at him and he takes off his shirt too and just like at the stomach. And then he takes two rocks. So my friend Mike, <laughs> right? my, my friend Mike, from from grade nine to grade thirteen, back we had to grade thirteen. When he left his house, he had to do this uh, to practice. Uh, he had a ball that was tied up to a rope or a string in his garage, and it was the the, the height of a man, uh, an average man's uh, head. Yeah, yeah, five ten. And he'd do twenty uh, kicks, uh, spinning back kicks. And twenty, whatever, like yeah. that's that's how we went to school. He did that every day, and he never got to fight yep. until that day. Oh, and this guy was the exact same height. And yeah. he picked up the rocks. My friend did us like some back oh, kick, man. knocked him out, and all of us were like, "Yeah, you did it!" <laughs> that's amazing, right? So cops came in <laughs> right? and pretty much arrested everybody, but they saw what happened. So my friends yeah. left. So that's twenty five years ago, right? So I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, this guy's doing my website maybe five years ago, and we're talking, and we start talking about fights, and he's like, um, he's such a nerd. He's like, yeah, so I've been doing this, you know, since I used I used to go to these clubs back in RPM. I'm like, oh, yeah, and we start talking. He's like, <laughs> yeah, my friend got knocked out, this guy with a two dragons, and, and we all got arrested. <laughs> after I'm like, wait, what happened to the guy with a scarf? Scarf is like, yeah, how do you know? I go, I was there, and he's like, <laughs> did you have a jean jacket? I'm like, did you have a red jacket? And I'm like, we punched each other. <laughs> and we're laughing. I go, what happened to Scarface? Oh, he was, that's he, so good. He was like, he was in a coma for a month. Oh, shit. Scarface <laughs> was the guy that got roundhouse? Yeah. And so I, and then my friend had um, <laughs> uh, a Christmas fuck. party that month. All that practice. And, then, and then the part, I go, remember we fought 25 years ago? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, that was crazy. Right? <laughs> and he goes, you ever, like, you know that guy that you kicked? He's like, I met his friend. Oh, man. That was doing my website. And we, we he, he was like, I fought. <laughs> and he was That's like, so That's crazy. Funny. And he goes, you don't have a scar face? He's like, what? He went in a coma for a month. And my friend's like, yes! <laughs> and his wife and kids are like, why are you freaking out, Dad? And he's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> no reason. The guy just made a tuna casserole. That's so he's wearing funny. an apron. And he's like, yeah! But he's not like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. But it came out. Yeah, you brought the, yeah. Yeah, I brought that side of him that he suppressed since he got married and had children. Released the dragons. Yeah, because he's not like that at all, obviously. We're fucking yeah. 45, right? Oh, exactly. But that he's, night, he, he, uh, he just tells his daughter a story about practicing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. so funny. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing how that can come back around. Hey, yeah. like- but he goes, tell your friend Mike, uh, thank you because it changed my life because he went to jail for a year. Oh, really? And then when he went out of jail in nineteen, he got he went to the computer graphics. Okay, he'd like put him on the right track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the real scared straight program. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the, actually the, going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the language of punching is better than speaking. Yeah. And if you watch any jail show, it's like that. Like fuck talk, it's not going to work. You're yeah. gonna have to knock it because sometimes a knock in the head. Wait 
wakes you up and go, look, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Some people are that stupid. <laughs> it's the only way you, to break through that thick skull. You yeah. Know? Because if apparently we all have Nanjital, uh percentage of us, like blood, yeah. DNA, there's a, because of the humans won, but they still fuck them. Yeah. So we have it in us. I, you could tell there's the, – do you see certain people like, that guy's a lot of that gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. stupid and strong. Yeah. That's- <laughs> this guy, he lifts the back of a fucking Civic. <laughs> and he, I mean, he, you, know, you see those douchebags? <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. has to have a lot of Neanderthal Oh, I would DNA. think so. I yeah. would think so. You know? And the women have that have that too – Probably are attracted to that because, mm-hmm. like, it reminds they have this, yeah, yeah, the thing, yeah. innate. They're like, Oh, it's a man, barbarian, yeah, it's a breeding thing, too. Yeah, like, he's they, gonna bang me good and get me pregnant, well. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now going back to the, the the twist around on doing something, you know, fighting a guy way back when you're younger and having it come back around. So, my uncle, he was at the gas station, uh, in, in our hometown of Bracebridge, Ontario, and he's uh, pumping gas one day and. He sees this huge fucking guy just eyeballing him. My uncle was probably about, I want to say he was about like five nine. Like he's not a, not a big dude or whatever. And he, you know, he scrapped a bunch back in the day. Like anyone that coming out of that that era did, yeah, right, you know, right. they're you know in their prime. They're it's the late sixties to the you know to to the eighties. They're fighting all the time, you know. Right. But uh, he he's pumping gas and he sees this guy and he, sees, he goes, the guy's about six four six five and Ooh. he's a, he's a fucking monster and he, he comes up to me. <laughs> And he goes, are you Morrison? And he goes, well, that depends on why you're asking. <laughs> he goes, I like how he doesn't say your first name. Like, you're yeah. so well-known. That yeah. Yeah. Are you Morrison? He's like, he's like yeah. yeah. He, he, goes, uh, he goes, that depends on why you're asking. He goes, well, about uh, however many years ago. It would have been back in like the 70s, I guess. He goes, you laid a beating on me. And you knocked me out. But when you knocked me out, you folded me up and put me in a garbage can, like a steel garbage can. And the cops had to come and cut me out with the jaws of life. And I owe you a fucking ass kicking. And my uncle starts laughing at this guy. He's like, what are you fucking laughing at? He goes, well, that wasn't me. That would be my brother, Tim. And the guy's like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. He's like, I'm so sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to, like, I'm such an idiot. Oh yeah, so that like yeah, you never know who can no, come back know. for payback, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Did you guys ever have friendships come out of fights? Like it yeah, just, for like, sure. Like anytime you'd uh, scrap on the schoolyard, and then you go to the principal's office, and then you like wait that twenty minutes, and then it's just like, man, what would we? Oh, after him for? <laughs> fighting a guy, become his friend? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I ever really became. Uh, good friends with anyone that like I fought, like or, or just that or, camaraderie. Was, that, afterwards, if they fought fair and you fought fair, yeah, then then that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can you can respect yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I've had a couple of friends like that where we fought, and then after that, we we kind of were like friends because I don't know why. I think it was because we let it out, yeah. and then you were not mad anymore, and then you're just like. Eh. Like it kind of like yeah, you get that out of your, out of your system. You get out of your system, and, and there's a very cathartic uh, release on that. Like, yeah. and then you can just kind of clear your mind and just see. If so you've had that obviously. Oh, many times, yeah. many times. This that's where most of my like elementary school friends came from. I thought you said that's where many of my girlfriends came from. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's <In> like, Windsor? <laughs> you know, Ouellette. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it's like if you fight a guy, like you, you know that at any other time and circumstance, you guys probably would have been friends because that guy, you know, he fought you straight yeah. up, and like he's just that guy in his crew, and you're that that guy in your crew. Yeah. You guys are gonna have to have to scrap it out or whatever. But I like, remember, did you ever see teachers fight? No, oh, I don't. Man. I've so, never seen a teacher fight. I saw a teacher karate chop a desk, and like oh, it ugh. broke the top, but like he hit the metal, and he like fucked up his hand. Moron, Two teachers fight each other. Uh, no, this is what happened. Well, I never saw that. So I, what happened was the Greeks and Italians, my, my my high school brother Andre, two like the two main guys, George K and this other guy, uh, I think I can't remember his name. They fought, and um, it became so serious because it was like, you know, their 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 culture versus their culture. Yeah, yeah, it and, became- then, and it became like a rumble. So. Every Friday after school, it was always a week. They'd have more people, more people. At one point, their families came out with garbage cans and hockey sticks, and there was maybe a hundred <laughs> each, like hundreds of times, hundred Greeks. And the two main fathers that were like in their thirties or forties were, were were the head. Yeah, and then they had to fight, and then 
So the, Mr. Lyons and, and Mr. Maloney were uh, the wrestling <laughs> teachers, and, and Mr. Maloney was in the Tiger Cats. Yeah, he was a he was a Hamilton Tiger Cat. Both these guys were six two, six four, the, and full muscle. And these guys were like uh, the one like Mr. Lyons was actually a some like a high level wrestler. Yeah, because he taught wrestling, and same with Lyons, but he was just a big dude. Mm-hmm. And they had to stop these two massive men from like killing each other. So the, the the principal said, "Everybody, stay in your your rooms. There's a something going on outside. We just you know it's an emergency. It happened at the school. Yeah, and so the, ev- all the families came to the school. We we looked outside the classroom. <laughs> we saw a hundred people, hundred Greeks, hundred Italians, rumbling. Right, Game of Thrones. Yes, <laughs> I don't even watch the show. Right, yeah. and all the kids just ran out to watch. They didn't even listen. Oh yeah, so of every, there was like maybe a thousand people outside in a circle watching this crazy fight, mm-hmm. and. These two guys were just killing each other. Oh wow! Right, like it was bad. Like I remember baseball bats to the head. Oh my just, god! And then all of a sudden they're like, "Call Miss, call Mister Maloney and Miss and Mister Lyons." Yeah, and they just start suplexing, suplexing everybody <laughs> and body, and we're like, "Whoa!" Like, I mean, that's the first time. This is 1988, so that was the first time I or 1989. It was the first time. I saw wrestling in a real fight because mm-hmm. we were doing the wrestling moves. And we go, I always just go, why would people wrestle anyways? Yeah, like, that's why. <laughs> yeah. And I saw it go, oh my God, it's used. It's a real thing for street. Oh yeah. And it never made the connection until that day. Mm-hmm. And that really sparked my MMA before MMA was MMA. I was yeah. Like, so when I saw Coyce Gracie and I saw people that are wrestling and, and the first two, three UFCs, I'm like, Oh yeah, of course. I saw this in my schoolyard. Mm-hmm. These guys had bats, and these guys were like double leg takedowning these guys and slamming them on the on the floor, knocking them out. And I remember they were like they couldn't do anything to these guys because mm-hmm. they were just like throwing them around. It was pretty crazy. And so fast forward from you go from there in 1989, and then you start training in '92, right? '92, yeah. And that's is this when did, is that around the first. First UFC? UFC is 93. So my, my cousin lived across the street from the Gracie Academy, and it was a small place. Nobody knew who they were, but they mm-hmm. had this thing called the Gracie Challenge Match, where you would get like 2000 4000 I don't know what it was, but you put your money, and uh, they would double it if you win. Okay. Something like that, right? And it was actually a promotional uh, kind of strategy to- For the school. Uh, for the school to make these videos that you could watch online called Gracie in Action. So those actual challenge matches were recorded. Okay. Right? And made videos called Gracie in Action. They're kind of like cult, these original cult Yeah, like the tape, like VHSs that are yeah. getting circulated and traded around, right? They sent that to R. Davey, who was the head of the CEG, SEG Sports. Mm-hmm. And they got the money to produce UFC. Yeah, yeah. So those tapes were the actual reason why UFC ever happened. They're the really? catalyst for all of this. Everything. They're, they're, the Gracies owned the UFC for the first two years. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And so my brother and I watched them all. And at the very end of it, we asked if we could do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, because we're, we're really interested in joining, though. Because yeah. we just thought, but can we try that? And they're like, all right, uh, they're, they're, they're talking Portuguese. I'm like, what are they saying? <laughs> so the, 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 the cameraman comes back out. And like, oh, we're and I didn't know that they they wanted us to be in the video. So we took it off for sure. So they're like, no, 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 no. This is going to look horrible. Like, you you, you want to look like you're intimidating some yeah. – you, you don't do fat slobs. Yeah. <laughs> like a chicken chest and a, gut, and a gut. You know, it's just like and – then, and then they're like, all right, sure. And then so I, I just – Ran at Hoist. So you're going to Hoist Gracie here for the video. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's Gracie <laughs> taking everyone out in all these videos. That's yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah just sorry. Just Gracie. to clarify, just yeah, because I didn't pick up on that. So you you go and you just you're like we want to try this, and you get you get to now take a run at Hoist Gracie, yeah, yeah. the legend. Before he was yeah. known and with and there's yeah. five brothers. I just happened to be randomly set up with him, and brother was randomly set up with another guy. Yeah. And then so I, and I'm 18, so I'm like I'm just gonna double leg take that and punch him. I guess like I don't, I have no other experience. <laughs> yeah. So I double leg take. He let me take. I'm like what? And then, when I, and then right before I punched him, I woke up. Oh my! Oh my god! Because <laughs> he had a triangle choke on me. Oh man! And I remember going. I remember when his legs were on me, and it smelled like baby powder. <laughs> so I felt like I didn't want to hurt him. Yeah. I'm like I don't want to hurt a baby. Like it just hit my head. I'm like it smells like a baby. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I got ahead of me because I'm, I, I didn't feel choked. I just felt yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Like this. I fucking woke up. I'm like, what happened? He's like, oh, you got, I got you a choke. Like, what kind of choke? He's like, oh, the same choke your brother's getting choked. Like, oh, let me join him. So we, we, we started training right, like literally that day. And Ed O'Neill was there too. Oh, uh, really? So we saw Ed, no, Ed O'Neill's dick so many times in the, in the change room. And it's like, it's like six soft. <laughs> Jesus. Thick. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I man. saw Gary Goodridge naked too, and he's small. Oh, really? And t- and short. <laughs> he's been on the podcast, Gary. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. How is his mind? Uh, he's he's going through some trouble with the CTE. You thing. actually had him on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. He was fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. He, he oh did season God. one. He's how, a, how bad is his memory now? Because I know it's like a goldfish at some time. So sometimes, yeah, some, sometimes he has uh, some trouble remembering. But then, uh, you know, like once he gets into the, the stories and stuff, like he, you know, he he had a great episode with us. But yeah, there's, you know, he is going through some trauma there from that. So it's 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 tough to. Was it easy to yeah. talk to? Is it? Yeah, yeah. He's the nicest guy, and like he's wow. so cool and uh, and accommodating. We, what a we went to his house. Fighter. Absolutely. His house. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's got a great great little all the great pride spot stuff and, and the UFC pictures. Yeah, he showed us all the like his memorabilia is all framed up. It's sick, man. He's, yeah, he told us some great stories, and you you couldn't wow. ask for a nicer guy. Wow. And yeah. uh, what an amazing and, person and a, and a legend. But he he was telling us he's the first ever. Uh, person that was like diagnosed with cte like the the first person that got that like like while they're alive yeah yeah that's what he was saying anyway and and so it was uh like um yeah he's he's doing a lot of you know therapy to try and try and make that better you know holy that That guy took a beating man like the fact that he went to pride which is basically stand-up or kickboxing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and didn't really have any pro record in it no, no, they, no. He was a guy that they called the gatekeeper. Yeah. So you just had to because he 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 was so exciting to watch because you want to you like seeing a man take punishment and he took it until it was too much and then he would mm-hmm. stop. But you know he would knock out a couple people here, knock them out here, but he would get his ass beat to the point where he had one of the worst knockout mm-hmm. records ever. Yeah, he he's uh, like the way he got into it is crazy. Like the, him and his buddies are watching UFC on pay per view. Um, one of the it was like one of the first ones, right? Yeah. Like early on, and uh, they're like, "Gary, you could do this." And I think he'd only had like a little <laughs> bit of boxing experience. Nothing. He was just he, working. He was arm wrestler. Yeah, he's an arm he was wrestler. A champion in Japan. Yes. He, so he he was doing the arm wrestling. Uh, like he'd arm wrestle a thousand guys in Japan and okay. just one after another, just put them over. Yeah. And uh, and he was on TV and shit for that. But like at the time, he hadn't really fought a ton. He wasn't a street fighter or any of that. Uh, he was working, I think, at the Honda. Uh, plant, yeah, plant and Barry. And Barry, right? And so his boys and him are all watching. They're like, Gary, you can fucking do this. You can beat this guy up, whatever. They start calling the 1-800 numbers on the pay-per-view, and they're just like trying to get through, like patch us through to here. They, yeah. get, they get Art Davies on the phone what? during the pay-per-view. They're like, listen, we're, we're here with our buddy. We think he could win in UFC. His name's Gary Goodridge. Art Davies had seen him arm wrestling in Japan. Wow. And he goes, Gary Goodridge. He goes, Put him on the phone type thing. That's and, how you get just for laughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got to do something that's not I'm, connected to comedy. Howie Mandel. Yeah, I'll call Howie Mandel while he's hosting the gala. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this guy, which is me. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. So anyway, they they get to, they get talking. He's like, there, there's. I think there's. A, he goes, there's there's a place for Gary Goodridge in the UFC because wow. he's seen him arm wrestling. He knows that he's like a big dude, and yeah. you know, he looks like he could uh, handle himself and. <sighs> And it just went from there. Like it, it was, he said, it was crazy, man. So that, that's episode uh, two on season one. I if you guys are listening, yeah, it's pretty uh, wow. cool, man. To get a legend like that, mm-hmm. yeah, he's. Oh I mean, he helped legitimize our podcast because he was one of the oh first first yeah. guys to sign on for it. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. he's a Canadian, and uh, it, it, you know, everyone respects him. Like Rogan always talks about. He yeah. talked about him a oh, couple man. times, right? Oh, come on, like, man. You got the two guy, legends, yeah. Ron Jossel and no, 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 Gary no. Goodrich. <laughs> Legend in comedy means that you never made it, but you're still doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, we, you know, we've definitely had some 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 awesome uh, you know caliber 
guys, you know, from uh, we had Ken Shamrock and uh, yeah, yeah. we just had Kyle the Monster Nelson, who's a newer UFC guy. Right, he just right. fought in the la- uh, he's fought in two pay per views in the last year or so. Yeah. So he's he's an up and coming guy. Maybe you could call us in. He, he he's a friend of mine. I can call. Oh, cool. Call. Maybe he can come down here do it. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Yeah, yeah we're all, that's that's the best part about this podcast is each each guest unlocks someone yeah. else. Like everyone yeah. knows someone that would like fit into it. And, oh yeah. yeah. Carlos Noon won the uh, UFC title nineteen ninety nine against Pat Militech. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it's it's called the bulldog choke now. Back then, they they're like, "What the hell is this?" Because it's basically a headlock that chokes you, mm-hmm. right? So they call it. They, it's like, a, what is this? A high? This is a you know recess a high school recess. I mean, like, a, a, yeah, it's not like guillotine though. No. It's a different. No, it's like if, if the person is like on all fours and you come up behind him and just oh okay, and just choke and headlock him. Yeah, it's still doing the rear naked. Yeah, but your legs are not in. In his thighs, it was just on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we choked up Pat Militech, and then we went to this club on Portland and King, where like uh, two days, three days after, because we used to train together in my basement. This yeah. Back before he was in UFC, and he's uh, like, "Yo, uh, let's go to a party." So we're all there, and this girl starts dancing up on Carlos. Carlos is dancing with a belt. Yeah, that's yeah. always a good way to enter any club. Any club. As soon as we Power walk in, they're like, nice. oh, Carlos won. Two days ago. So this girl's dancing out. The, bar, the bouncer gets pissed and says, hey, man, stop dancing up with my girl. And Carlos is like, I didn't know it was your girl. Why don't you tell your girl to to not dance up on other guys if you're if that's, if, if, you, if she's really your girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And she kept doing it. And he goes, all right, we'll see what happens. People are going, you yeah, that, that's the UFC. Like, I don't give a fuck what the UFC is. Like, this is 1999. So he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, it's still not. Oh, yeah. It's not, Herb, it's it's not as legitimized yeah. yet. Yeah, so he doesn't even care, right? So at the end, and he's also a doctor at this point. He just finished, I think he finished uh, – his exams and all that crap. So he was starting to actually work in the medical field. Yeah. And uh, uh, at the end of the, like two in the morning, we leave and I'm like, where's that guy? And I was like, uh, I guess he was just talking shit. We go around the corner and the guy's there and he punches Carl in the face. Yeah. And Carlos literally gets, he's like, whoa. And then he stands up and the guy does it again. Carlos does a flying arm bar, right? Breaks his arm. Oh, fuck. And goes, Idiot! That's gonna take you nine months to heal. <laughs> he's, he's like he's, he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh man. And he was like, you know what? The closest thing you should call nine one and just you go to this. And, and it really calls the school. Yeah. So we leave, and he was like really upset in the car. He's just like, uh, and he goes, we're like, so what did you feel? He was like, well, it's like you know, he was like that was like slow motion to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like it anybody in the street, it's, it's everything. You're like, oh well, that's telegraphed. That's oh telegraphed. yeah, the Matrix for you. Yeah, yeah, at that stage. Yeah, he was like, it was too slow. Like no. besides the sucker punch, mm-hmm. right? And even then, he had enough to brace himself to get that initial. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shock. He, he didn't get a full. Yeah, yeah. But because the reaction time, like they did this, they did some experiment with pro athletes and non. Pro non-athletic people, and they're playing air hockey. Mm-hmm. The pro athletes won just because their reaction times was just way higher. Way higher. When I was playing hockey, and I was like, I was, I was saying I was a goalie. So my last year of hockey, like, I actually like tried to like get better. And yeah. one of my things I would do every day is I take two Indian rubber balls and I throw them against a brick wall and catch them like at the same time, just back and forth. I used to do that with two uh, Indian guys, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> I haven't the seen that one, <laughs> but because they hit like the brick, they come at different angles and stuff. Yeah. Like, so you'd like be, right. your reflexes would be amazing. Like, so like for fighting, it was yeah. like, uh, that was the fastest I'd ever been just because of that right. summer of doing that. Oh yeah. But like <laughs> you could see, so yeah, guys it's training, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if you, I, I love watching this. There's a lot of this. Um, I, I, get, I love this. I go online. I'll put like uh street fighter challenges, Muay Thai instructor. Mm-hmm. There's like five or six of them. Real actual real street fighters. Like I want to fight somebody right now. <laughs> and then the Muay Thai instructor just finished the whole day. And he's like, all right, well, fight me. Yeah. And all the other instructors are just laughing while this guy's going crazy. And then muscle guys. Yep. And after he's like, and they're laughing because he's, 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 he's giggling too. He's like, oh my God, it's crazy, right? <laughs> and after like, okay, we got to go. He's like, okay, boom, we knock out. Oh, just when he wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And, or he hits him hard enough for the guy to feel it and just change his mentality. It was like, what was that? Yeah. Like, I love when... The realization. Yeah, when everything comes to fruition and to like, oh, well, yeah, this is not... 
Yeah, I bit off more than I could chew yeah. here. And, and the now, if you go watch, because I go to Thailand every year for some shows and hookers, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you go to any, most bars there have a Muay Thai ring yeah. where they, uh, they, for 10 bucks, you pay mm-hmm. to fight a Muay Thai guy. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, and there's a lot of drunk Americans and Australian people and UK people and some Canadians about, like, they're fat. Yeah. Old dudes or forty years old bear drinkers <laughs> like I can be these tiny little fucking Asian yeah. dudes, and the first kick, they're like, whoa, no, 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 I can't. Like they turn, jump out of the oh, ring. Oh god, they, yeah. They try to, but the ref goes, no, you have no, to. You're, you're in, yeah, you're in there. You're oh gonna my get god, your ass and, you got to get your money worth. <laughs> yeah, this tiny little 15, 16 year old, yeah, just destro- like five kicks. They're on the floor screaming. Oh, that's so and funny. Everybody are laughing their heads off <laughs> because you go to that, don't you, Phil? <laughs> You've been to those, haven't you? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's right after the jerk-off place. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's so funny. I love the realization. Have you ever like, tried? To, to, no, never. No. I'm I, I'm smart. Right yeah, now. yeah. Okay. I, I, I felt it. I, I feel I mean, uh, you know, I know I know a couple of my friends when, um, when uh, they – when we were sparring, if you – if you get a real good leg kick, you remember how Charlie horses hurt? Mm-hmm. Imagine times twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I I just fall like I mean I I don't have any too much Muay Thai training, mm-hmm. right? But I have to get the guy to the ground because if it if it's not if it's standing, yeah. Even if I hit him, well, your legs you can't yeah. even walk anymore. Like, yeah, you know, no. like, yeah. <laughs> or like, or like, uh, how are you going to think about protecting if this is hurting so bad yeah. down here? Oh yeah, you know? like that's. There's a there's a I love this classic match. It's Igor, um, Igor. Oh yeah. yeah what's his last name? Chochenovic. Vol- well, he he went to he's a, he was a pride fighter. Yeah, yeah, I know right? exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and then he had these thick ass legs, right? Mm-hmm. So he had to fight this guy Ernesto, who was the K1 champion. Yeah, uh, and they were doing a K1 fight, and this this was the most brutal thing you'll ever see. He just keeps leg kicking this poor bastard. He's like a bald guy, wasn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you see this Russian guy. He's tough as nails. And he's in pride, right? Yeah. yeah. And he tries to stand up, and he just keeps kicking, kicks in the leg, and he just can't move. He's just screaming. Now, the very first time that uh, a Muay Thai fighter went to the United States to fight an American fighter was 1981 in Vegas, mm-hmm. right? So uh, uh, Rick Rufus. Was a was a national champion in America mm-hmm. for kickboxing, and they got this guy that was not top level, but maybe mid level Muay Thai guy mm-hmm. to fight him. And none of them, nobody knew what Muay Thai was, but they agreed on every rule that you go out to leg kicks. Yep, you watch this and you cannot believe what happens. So Rick Rufus knocks him down maybe twice in the first round. This guy breaks his jaw, Oof. and all of a sudden, the last the next two rounds leg kicks. Oof. And then finally, the third round, he just keeps – he can't get up anymore. Yeah. And he's trying his best. He has his heart. And this Muay Thai guy just keeps going and going. All of a sudden, fourth round, he's screaming, and they have to take him by a stretcher. Oh, wow. And his brother, who is his manager, goes, this is bullshit. It's so easy to kick a leg. If We, we could have done that too. And it's like, why did you do it? It's like, yeah. well, it's, I don't know. It's too easy. Uh. And after he he – Tried to do that. Yeah. Uh, he went to Thailand to uh, to. He lived there, mm-hmm. and he changed his whole life because it's really hard to uh, not condition yourself for those leg kicks and learn yeah. how to do how to do any kind of kickboxing without leg defense and how to and kick. That was never a part of American culture mm-hmm. before they saw the Muay Thai fighter. Yeah, but it's a very classic video. Hey guys, that was episode one with Ron Jossel and Max Sheldrick. We're going to have episode two available on uh, our Patreon. It's a Patreon-only episode, so if you want to hear more of Ron Jossel and Max Sheldrick, also uh, our buddy Cedric Newman, the comedian, pops in. Part two is going to be available exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com slash fight stories. You can go over there. Uh, you can donate. Uh, we got different levels and different tiers, but 
uh, all these uh, bonus episodes are going to be available no matter what tier you choose. Thanks so much for supporting the podcast. Uh, make sure that you uh, comment, rate, subscribe, check us out on YouTube, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, and keep supporting the podcast and sharing it out there. Let everyone know the more people listen to this and the more people supporting, the more we're able to do. Thanks, guys. Fuck the art. Support the fights.